0: Oh yeah, Fosters LSU. I say they ain't ready
1: for the LSU. No, they ain't ready for the LSU, huh? They ain't ready for the LSU. No, they ain't ready for the. LSU. In the league, if you're looking for talent, LSU going hard, but we beat Alabama, then we going out to Florida. Drown the gators, everybody getting bucked when we step in the stadium. This is the an LSU anthem, you know it's a hit. You don't know another rapper two step like this. See me screaming out the window, yelling purple and gold. I'm an LSU fan, girl, you know how we roll now. Back, back, and back it on up. Hey, back, back, and back it on up. Hey, back, back,
0: and back it on We are live on a Saturday morning, following a night LSU fans will not soon forget. It will be it's a historical. night that LSU will remember for a long time. Absolutely historical night for the Tigers. Um, and, and man, I, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about all of this tonight. it Super fun night last night. Obviously, the girls are in the Final Four against Virginia Tech. They advanced to the national championship game. Uh, Iowa takes down the undefeated. Uh, I think they were on like a 42-game win streak. South Carolina Gamecocks. Um, so, I super thrilled. But more than all, I, I'm kind of surprised she's bringing him to me here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. He Make he may fuss on us. He's asleep right now. He's dead asleep. So if you here's Luca Dan. There's Luke your name. Luke, what Luke. Yeah, I, I've been calling him Luca Dan. Sorry. Luca Dan. Luca Daniel. Why? If you chose Luca Daniel, Zach, I know y'all were doing a, a, a somewhat of a we, we do have a winner. Okay, okay. Adam, Adam B.
1: Adam B is our winner from Luca
0: Daniel. From Monday night's contest. Absolutely. All right. I'm. I'm not going to disturb him. I think he's still sleeping. Let Mama take him back. All Congrats, right. Bro. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I you. Think
1: that I think that deserves um, a little bit of a. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, uh, <laughs> props to to Mama to bringing them in here. I was kind of surprised she was able 100%. to do that. So. Uh, I was not expecting that. So good timing there, mom. Um, new sure. babies here, doing well, doing healthy. Uh, McKenna's doing all right as well. Uh, y'all be praying for her as she continues to recover um, from everything. Um, but we're excited uh, for to have Luca Daniel finally here. Um, so uh, we appreciate all the prayers and and the support and and the congrats. We we really do. Um, so uh, Adam B. Congratulations. You're gonna get some some LSU merch, Zach. Um are, are you gonna is he get to pick it out? Is that how we're doing it?
1: Yeah, he's gonna awesome. uh pretty much go to our our website, check out our merch, and uh yeah check out what he uh wants to have us shipped to him and then there we go.
0: Yes, sweet, good for you, Adam B. Uh I'm glad you were able to to guess it and get some free merch. Carl Dunn, congrats. Thanks, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Um so Zach, baby's here. LSU goes to the national championship. The men's baseball have taken the series from Tony V and the <laughs> Tennessee Vols. Um, great Zach,
1: week, I, week for you, bud. Huh? Great week, great week for you, bud.
0: Man, it has been a wonderful week for for uh, me, and of course for all LSU fans. So Zach. Um, are we start? What are we starting with for The Tennessee series.
1: Tennessee, we're going to recap we, the first
0: uh, two games. That's okay. Different. Okay. Good deal. Um. So, oh man, there was something I wanted to say of note first. Oh yes, briefly, Zach. Something you and I have been discussing uh, surrounding the men's basketball program. We've been giving you little tidbits. Yes. Uh, at the beginning of our shows, hopefully, here soon we'll get to discuss that a little bit more in depth. Um, but folks, look—you got to pay attention. Pay attention. There's a few Louisiana guys who are in the portal yep. who are talented. One of them previously previously played for LSU. That it looks like they will be making a uh, a, a a homecoming to the Tigers. Um, the biggest one, Zach, obviously, is Jordan Wright from Vanderbilt, are arguably one of their best players this season with yeah. Jerry Stackhouse, a Baton Rouge native. Uh, he one will be coming left. with one year of eligibility left will come. Uh, it, he has not committed, but it sure is sure looks like it's headed that direction. Um, obviously, Jalen uh, Cook already tweeted and that was he was in the portal. And then Jordan Wright retweeted it. Yeah, of and did a little side eye emoji and so you kinda like you're kinda like, Well, it's just a matter okay. of time. It's just a matter yeah. of time. So Jalen Cook obviously had spent one year at LSU his freshman season. Um, was in a bit of a crowded room uh when Will Wade was here, but uh there's no doubt that Jalen Cook was a talented player, and I really hated that we lost him um um to Tulane. but Dude went to Tulane, and, and dude balled out. In fact, he was considering, uh, I think, the draft this year as well. Uh, he averaged 19 points a game, and and Jordan Wright obviously was phenomenal over at, at Vanderbilt, and and gave us problems when he when we played them. Um, so hopefully, here soon we'll see an announcement, Zach. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, and yeah, kind of seems like Matt McMahon's taking a book out of Brian Kelly's uh, of transfer portal. Go get Louisiana guys. Go get Louisiana guys that want to come home. Uh, talented Louisiana guys that want to come home, kind of supplement the roster and, and get going with this thing. Um, so it seems to be trending in that direction. We'll keep you updated on that. Uh, LSU has been in the mix of just about every single list of players in the, in the, the portal. There's lots of good players in the portal, folks. Uh, so Matt McMahon, if he can go out and work his butt off in this portal – he can put together a really solid team. Um, all right, enough of that. We'll get it, get some more on that hopefully here soon. We'll see an announcement. But let's discuss this Tennessee series, Zach. Two games, two dubs. It, it's been really awesome. I mean, this series has been a lot of fun to watch, um, especially the first game. Last night, yeah. it was close, but it felt like LSU always kind of had control. Yeah. I, I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> even even though we literally went down twice, it always kind of felt like we were in control of the game. Yeah. Um, so Zach, well, I mean, like, let's just start with the first game. What were your your thoughts coming off of the first game, and and your initial reaction to to what happened for, uh, Thursday night?
1: Well, obviously, I mean, the first game was probably as of right now the game of the year. Um, Man, obviously, awesome. up to this point. Up to this point, it was probably the game of the year, especially with the, the pitchers that you had going on the mounds, Skeens and right. Dolander. Like, those are two first-round guys going at each other. And what really encouraged me uh, <laughs> was that LSU was able to early on, even though we, we got in a couple of situations where you really thought LSU could take advantage and, and get, get some runs early. Should you know, have. Should and have. should have. Dolander worked out of those. But the positive thing – was that LSU was continually – they I mean, they were hitting the ball. I mean, they were making really good, solid contact. Um, you know, they were loud outs. So, you knew early on that LSU was going to be able to hit on Dolander, and that's yeah. exactly what happened because you, you chased them early. And Skeens, I, you know, I, I feel bad, so bad for Skeens, bro, because –
0: Two games. How do you not give him the dub? I know. I know. Technically, you can't give him the dub. Yeah. But like,
1: come on. Two games straight, man. He hasn't gotten a dub because LSU. He exited the game.
0: Tied then, or whatever.
1: Yeah, and then and then Tennessee. Either it was tied. I think in the Arkansas game. Or he Tennessee tied game, it up. It was tied, and then Tennessee took the lead or tied it up uh, tied when it he up, exited yeah. this past game. So like. I just feel bad for him because man, he's gone out and he's shoved the last two games. But yeah, if you don't have the last him, two games, not, he
0: shoved every. Even game. though he
1: doesn't get the win, I mean, put a little asterisk next oh, to the you know, put a little absolutely. asterisk next to the five wins because the two other games that they did win with him on the mound, um, he went out and shoved, and that's exactly what he did. He went out and he was the better pitcher, right? Everybody's you know discussing you know who's going to be the number one picker, or picker who's going to be the number one pitcher taking – In in the draft, you know, is it going to be Dolander? And then Skeens is kind of quietly in the background. Well, not really quietly, but he's been, you know, behind Dolander, just eking his way up, and you had these two go at it head-to-head. And Skeens won the day. Skeens won the day. He had the better day. LSU chased Dolander. I think it was – was it the fourth inning, Reagan? Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was the fourth or maybe the fifth inning.
0: Oh, when he got pulled? Yeah, he didn't make it through the fifth.
1: They pulled Dolander, so he went four and whatever. Yep. Um, and then Skeens, you know, he went he went all of seven, and I still think you probably could have brought him out for one more out, maybe two in the eighth. Maybe uh, I understand he was over a hundred pitches at that point, and yeah. that's why they sat him. Completely understand that, but you know, it was an interesting thing to discuss. You know, could you bring him back out and get get one more, one or two <laughs> more outs? Because You know, Ty Floyd had gone 116 pitches last weekend. Right. uh, And he was only at 106 on uh, Thursday night, Skeens was. So, you know, massive, massive job by Skeens. Absolutely. But I think, you know, LSU, we we knew that it was going to be a – at least coming into the game, we thought it was going to be, you know, a pitcher's duel. And it was for the most part. But LSU had chances that they really, really could have – could have moved guys over. I mean, you remember in the first in the first inning, uh, Gavin Dugas first pitch of the game for Dolander, Gavin Dugas put, sends it to the wall. Yeah. Um and and gets on second. You're going, okay, here we go. We 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 can strike first here early. And that's what you wanted to do with Dolander before he started to settle in. And so in the second in the first inning, you know, then you have you have the really hard hit by Dylan Cruz in which or, or Dylan Cruz walked didn't he or got hit? No,
0: Trey right? Morgan walked. Trey, Trey Morgan, Morgan walked. walked. I'm sorry, Dylan Cruz but then Dylan flew Cruz, out.
1: Cruz hit one uh, close to the wall, and Gavin just he, he start he thought it was in the gap, started to run, yeah. didn't tag up. That's on him. You should have tagged up there, and then the time and then the Tommy White uh, fly him ball would have yeah. scored you. So you hate that you missed those opportunities. You remember in I think I, I guess it was the fourth inning or maybe it was the second inning. I remember there was twice before we had the runs that LSU got in scoring position and weren't able to get them over. Either way, it was unfortunate to see that. But they continued to battle, and they continued to get on base. They continued to make solid contact with the ball. And that was, you know, I was comfortable. I was very comfortable at that point. So in the fourth inning um, is, of course, when we finally broke out and Gavin Dugas had the two-run shot. Yeah. And man, dude, Gavin Dugas, he I feel like he's we haven't talked amazing. about him enough, man. Like he he, com- he completely came in this season and stole the second base job. Absolutely. And he has done nothing but just continue. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's not they're not giving it up. I mean, he's gonna be your second baseman the entire season. No doubt. I mean, yeah. his, his defense
0: been, is solid.
1: His defense has been solid. The middle infield. Very solid. The middle infield. Look. Even even uh, Tommy. Now I know Tommy had like the he had the one where he went to a knee and he kind of threw it high. But look, Tommy's made some really tough plays, yeah. ranging uh, inside the infield and then having to throw darts over mm-hmm. to uh, over to Trey, you know, or, or Jones or whoever's over that first. Like he's he's yeah. had to make or Cade. And he's made, had to make some tough plays, and the middle infield's made some really really good plays this weekend. So the defense was impressive. But Gavin Dugas gets the two run shot. Um, you know, of course, Skeens ends up, uh, and I remember how we got, we got to, we had to get, we got to four, right? How do we get to four? You're going to remind me on that. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm so invested in in last game. game. In the first game,
0: we, we didn't get to four. We, we was, it was two and then two to four was the final, right? No, two to five.
1: Two to five. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. That's correct. So I'm I'm getting each, I'm getting these games, both of these games mixed up. Yeah. yeah. You get to two. And then, of course, you have the bobble by Jordan Thompson. And as soon to, and when that ball is hit, and he had to range that far, I, I even said to myself, "That's going to be ruled a hit." Initially, it was ruled an error. They eventually turned it back to a hit. So that comes across, which sucks, you know, because then you're like, "Ah, crap!" Like there goes Paul Skeens' win. Yep. But then you go in the bottom of the eighth, and when you really needed it, I mean, when you had to have it, your first two guys, your first two guys get out, and it's and it's. Like the better part of your lineup, right? Uh, I think it was Dylan Cruz and Tommy White. They both got out. And you're like, oh, crap, here we go. And then K. Beloso gets on 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 the air. Yep. Um, Who was next after that? Who was after Cade?
0: I don't know, but I know Josh Pearson got hit by a pitch and that walked, that, that, that that loaded the bases. And then then JT comes up
1: in an extremely clutch situation. And doubles in the gap in the right center um, and clears the bases. And that was your ball game.
0: Uh, a so, huge hit. Man, hat, Hats off to JT.
1: Hats off to JT. You know, he had he had the bobble on that on that one on that one play, which ultimately was ruled a hit, which I completely agree was a hit. Uh and then he he did have the error that he soared. Um, so and he made up for him. He had the double also on that night. Um, it was just phenomenal. Bill Cruz, Dylan Cruz didn't have a great night, but he had the base hit late in the game to end yep. up um, to end up continuing his hit streak, and and he did the same last night, very late. But uh, man, what's been what's been really interesting to me is like Dylan Cruz. I mean, Tommy White's had a pretty good series, but like your best player hasn't had a great series. I, I don't and, know.
0: Tommy White has he even got a hit. Well, he did have the double.
1: He had the double off the wall to start the game yesterday. Yep. So, but I mean he hasn't had a great series either. Your two best hitters haven't had a, a great series, but Trey Morgan has been phenomenal this week. I think he had three hits in each game. Uh correct me if I'm wrong, guys, in the chat, but I know he had three hits last night. Um I I think I don't know he, if he had it in the first game. I think he had two or three hits uh in the first game because I know he doubled in the first game. So um Man, it's just been really impressive to get to watch these guys yeah. uh, that that are outside, you know, Dylan Cruz and Tommy White. They haven't had great series. And you would think in a series like this against Tennessee that right. those would be the guys that carried you, right? And it hasn't been. It's been Gavin Dugas, it's been Trey Morgan. Uh Kay Beloso has has, has hasn't had a phenomenal weekend like he did last weekend, but he right. hasn't he hasn't struck out this weekend. He hasn't hit he, and he's got on base and he's gotten a couple hits when they mattered the most, especially last night. So And then you got JT, of course, had has had a phenomenal weekend, uh, offensively and defensively. So yeah, I mean, game one was massive, and you know we we discussed in the podcast before, you know, that whoever we thought was gonna whoever won game one, we thought would win the series, and that's exactly what happened. So we can get more into game two, Reagan, but I'm sure you want to break down game one a little bit.
0: Yeah, uh, I went and pulled it up. Trey did not have a hit in the first game. He was over.
1: I, okay, but it was just last night. Then he had three.
0: He had he. I know he had the two doubles last night. I, I don't remember what the third one was, but I know he he did have the two doubles. But like that, that's one. Like you were pointing that out. That's one thing I wanted to point out is, the first game you win five to two, and your best three players go like one for nine. Yeah, like, and and you win five to two, because Jordan Thompson, Gavin Dugas, um. So like it, it that's what's so incredible is you're playing. A top 10 team in the country, and your best three players go out there and give you one hit on the entire night, and you still win the game. Like it's the the team is just so deep. I, I Adam,
1: Adam B. reminded us it was clean. Yeah,
0: it clean. It he was the clean chopper
1: over, He had the chopper over the pitcher. Thank right. you, Adam. I couldn't remember that to save my life.
0: Yeah. And he tried to swipe tag Beloso and then bobbled on the transition and threw it at anyways. Yeah, Adam B, appreciate it man. Uh, also congrats to you for picking the name and and uh you'll you be getting a little TA merch. Um but yeah, the 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 first game was amazing. I mean, how clutch of it for for Jordan Thompson to do that and, and Gavin Dugas. Uh I mean, I never saw the ball land. I still have I've watched it several times that I've yet to see where it where it went out at. Um so it, it was an awesome home run i mean you go down one and you're you you're you're like crap but then it's like they always have a response like we went down one the very first batter yesterday ahuna goes dead center and you're yeah. like cheese louise like here we go but they, you know uh, and then next inning they put up three runs and, and it's like they they this series i have been <clears throat> This series, I have, I don't know, I've, I've had a confidence about them. Like, like they're never out of it. No, They're just not out of it. And even when we go down, I'm not really concerned. Like, because we know they can turn it around in a heartbeat. And Dylan Cruz has had two hits on the weekend. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And I think Tommy White has had one the whole series. That so you're not you're not getting normal Tommy White and normal Dylan Cruz and you're beating the number 10 team in the country in a series like that's just how incredibly good this team is and you know I, I think I think Ty Floyd had a great game uh, last night honestly I know he like Gave up $3. in SEC play Ty Floyd is going to get touched a few times like that's just how he is. Ty Floyd struggles with with landing his breaking ball. And he allowed a few home runs last night because he located his breaking ball Up in the zone way, way over the plate. Uh, um, like it should be dropping off the plate, fading away, and he was catching like middle, middle of the plate. And kudos to the breaking ball. hitters
1: for recognizing that it, that it was exactly. a breaking ball. Coming.
0: They recognize it. He, you know, hang a breaking ball and, and they've made him pay for it. But I, I feel like he also held his own at times and was able to, I mean, obviously we know he can locate his fastball really well. And, you know, he would, t- he would take advantage of the inside of the plate and and paint the black uh, on the inside and really jam them and, and get out of uh, – uh, and strike them out. I, I thought he had a great outing. It, it wasn't Paul Skeens, but we can't expect everybody to be Paul Skeens because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, guys, I think career-wise Aaron Nola had the greatest pitching career at LSU, but I think Paul Skeens is the – greatest arm talent LSU has ever had on the mound. And, and I don't even know if it's that debatable. For like, sure I really in our lifetime. For sure in our I, I like Ben McDonald was great, but he I don't think his arm talent was this great. Um, Aaron Ola, Alex Lang, great. Uh Kevin Gosman, great. But I they weren't throwing one oh two and then dropping a slider off the face of the earth at eighty five. Like it, it like no <clears throat> Their stuff was great, don't get me wrong. And they could go the distance and uh but I think from an armed talent perspective, not career, just armed talent, Paul Skeens is the greatest to come through LSU. Um and you just, and you just fact, have
1: so much confidence when he when he's in the game, like they're not gonna you're score. Not worried. You, they're you're not gonna win. score a lot, they're not gonna score a lot on us. One like,
0: run, two runs. They might label. score one
1: or two. If, they're lucky if they get two.
0: Right. So typically they, the way people have scored against Paul Skeens is is they've moved over and sacrificed. They haven't like they haven't touched yeah. him. They've they've gotten guys over in the scoring position and they were able to sack fly. I think Arkansas yeah. sacked flyed and got one run against team. Um Tennessee, uh, I'm trying to remember.
1: Yeah, Arkansas had the double and then the and then the wild pitch and then the wild sack, pitch fly. The sack fly. I can't um, remember what happened with Tennessee.
0: They may oh, have had a, I think they actually had a base hit against him. They that, that they did have right. the base
1: hit, but I think the runner got on the runner got on from the bobble, which ultimately was ruled a hit. That was the one right. that JT ranged. So, I mean, you could argue, you know, is was it an error? Was it a hit? If it's an error, it's unearned. Yeah. But if, you know, if you ruled a hit, which I ruled a hit. I, I did rule it a hit uh in my book. And, you know, and then they it had was, it as
0: an earned run, I think. So the all on right. Yes, that
1: they had it as an earned but, run, so the, they ruled that a bit, <sighs> and then of course they had the single up the middle that, that
0: scored. Right. But I mean, geez, I mean l- let me give you a stat, Zach. <clears throat> Real quick. Let me give you a stat from Thursday night's game. Some of you may already know this, but this blew my freaking mind. Paul Skeens, his slowest fastball of the night was Chase Dolander's fastest. Fastest. The fastest fastball that do Dolander threw was Paul Skeen's slowest. It's insane. I and I think it was like 98. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I mean he touched he touched over a hundred hundred plus multiple times. He hit
1: 102 man. He hit 102 once.
0: At the 87th pitch he threw a 100-mile-an-hour pitch. Insane. At 87. The consistency, the arm talent, I, I mean, it, it's just it, – it is beyond anything I think we've seen. ESPN uh, 104.5, uh, um, uh, Matt Moscona and off the bench and all those guys, they put out a poll, is, is Paul Skeen's the greatest arm talent LSU has ever had? And it was like a resounding like 75% yes on their poll. Um, so, I mean, I, I can't disagree. I can't disagree. I love Aaron Nola, and I think he had the best career in terms of LSU. But – and Lang, Lang has something to say about career. For sure. Um, but, man, from just like a one-year talent, I think Paul Skeens has got them all. Uh, I mean, dude, he's, he's, he's struck out 11-plus every single game he's pitched. and insane. And he, he's – leading the nation in strikeouts he's second in era he's it's like automatic
1: it's like he's an automatic double digit strikeouts every game uh,
0: essentially and and jay johnson said it right it was like what makes him so good is pitch one to pitch 106 is there's no difference there's just no difference he is the same he is like the epitome of consistency and I can't say enough about him, and I really do believe that it's going to be one-two Dylan Cruz-Paul Skeens. Um, I think the Nationals have the second pick, and, and I, I think I heard the other day that that they're hoping that the Pirates take Dylan Cruz because they want Paul Skeens. Because, Zach, if you think about this, I, I, I can't remember the stat, but like it, I think it has to do with the number of strikeouts he has or, or the number of – I think it has to do with the number of – uh, fastballs he threw over hundred miles an hour, and it was like fourteen or something like that in the last three games, or, or something like that. And there's there was only three major league pitchers that did that last year in a season, yeah. in the whole season. And the Nationals want to get Paul Skeens as a as their number one rotational guy on a six year rookie contract, and, mm-hmm. and and have him at that price for six years, and then sell him to the highest bidder or give him a max deal Yeah. like he is that type of player so anyways uh i've said enough about paul Skeens. i i could i could sit here and drool over him for the next 30 minutes um <laughs> honestly we'll, we could but we'll move on so game game two zach um ty floyd obviously not as good as paul Skeens, but he comes out gives a great game i'd uh, say ty,
1: ty is inconsistently good yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a good way of putting it. <laughs> like, he's inconsistently good, man. Like, like he's going to get touched, as you mentioned, because he, you said earlier, obviously, he has, he struggles with, with, uh, locating his breaking ball, right. which he did last night, and he got touched. Ahuna touched him, uh, for a homer to dead center. Man. Didn't, at Homer to uh to right, right center. And then uh yeah. who was the other kid? I don't remember the other kid. I don't even know the other kid's name. It was one of their low he was lower in the lineup, but he had That's a, a second home movie. run. He, he said a second home run to left. Um it was the dude with the mustache. He has like the little the little faded mustache. You can barely even yeah. see it. He's um, a little bit he's a little bit more stockier guy. I don't know. But listen, um, what I loved about last night is every time Every single time that Tennessee put runs up, LSU shut the door immediately. Yep. So, Tennessee in the, fir- in the first inning, first batter, takes them to center, one and nothing. And I really wasn't concerned at all. I was no. like, okay, I'm like just get out the inning. You gave it one, get out the inning. And he does that. He gets the next three. Yep. <laughs> then in the bottom of the first, Trey Morgan doubles. Dylan Crew, well, uh... Dugas struck out, Trey Morgan doubles, Cruz struck out, and then uh, Tommy Tanks come up, came up and hit the double off the wall. Then yep. you're tied just like that. Yep. Then Cable Oso comes up and he he does what he's been doing, which is which is just getting on base, getting hits when you need to, does what he has to do. Like, the dude just doesn't strike out. I, I'm pretty sure Cable still only has one strikeout. Let me check that. I couldn't <laughs> he only has one strikeout, still. Season. This season. <laughs> on the season, he has one strikeout. K just gets on oh, base, bro. He gets on base. He he and he puts the ball in play, which I love about K Beloso.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. y'all know
1: I've been on the K Beloso hype train for like a long time. So yeah. he doubles down the line, take the lead. Then you have the weird play where Josh Pearson pops up in the infield bro, and like man. their entire so infield is conversing. Everybody. Yeah. The pitcher. First base, second base, third base, short—they're all conversing, and it just lands. It just lands in there, and Cave's just jogging, like he's just jogging around the bases because it's just, you know <laughs> it's two outs, so he scores three to one, just like that. Boom. Yeah. So I mean, they give you one, uh, they get one from you, you get three from you. You know, like LSU never in this weekend so far in these first two games they never allowed the crooked number. They never right. allowed the crooked number. They allowed one. They may have allowed two. I mean, the two, two is the most you've allowed in an inning. And it was last night on the two run homer by Ditton. Yep. So that I mean, when you're doing that, you're gonna and and you have the offense that LSU has, like you're gonna you're gonna win a lot of ball games. When your pitchers are going out, and yeah, they may give up one, they may give up two, especially the Saturday and Sunday guy. But the LSU offense is going to float the boat. I mean, they really are. And I'm, I'm watching the home run, the second home run now. I don't know who the heck this guy is. Oh, Inslee, Hunter Inslee. <clears throat> He's the one that hit the second home run. So then in the second, of course, he hits the home run. And it's two to three. And then it really wasn't a whole lot going on after that until I think the fourth inning. Right, Reagan?
0: Uh, I believe so. Um,
1: So, I think it was the 4th where they hit the two-run bomb. Didn't hit the two-run bomb cuz in the 3rd is where uh Ty got in some in some trouble. They had guys on second and third and he was able to get two outs. I think it was first and second they advanced and then he was able to get two outs. I think he got the strikeout and then a ground out to be able to um,
0: yeah yeah. Yeah.
1: And then in the in the 3rd for LSU was when you had Trey and Tommy both hit line drives that were base hits and potential doubles, and their left fielder. Yeah, they had three uh, D- diving
0: team. catches last night off line yeah. drives. Uh,
1: they they throw th- they stole three hits last night. I did. I one did. from Trey, one from Tommy, and one from Cableoso because all three of those guys scorched the baseball, yeah. and they all three of their outfielders laid out and made insane diving catches, which just sucked. But. It didn't really matter because you yeah. were on the Just on the night. I think you had cap. like twelve hits or yeah. something like that. You could add fifteen. Like LSU yeah. was scorching the baseball. Um And so then I think it was I think it was the fourth Reagan was it the fourth that they they had all the hits? Yeah, because in the fourth is when they they went up two with the Denton home run, mm-hmm. and now I'm going blank on how they scored the their their uh. How'd they uh, score they scored three run?
0: in that inning. They, they took the lead, all right? We never, yeah. like, when we when we scored, we always took the lead. Oh, it back. We never tied it.
1: Neil had the home run, and then Gavin Dugas had the yeah. home run.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Back so, to back.
1: back to back, they went back to back. So, which also was massive because again, it's not your, it's not your middle of the lineup. It's not. You know, it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> Dylan Cruz. It wasn't <laughs> your nine-hole hitter. Is seventeen years old. And he's taking Chase Burns deep, like oh. that's that's insane. It's insane to think about. Then Gavin DuGas comes up and he had struck out the last time. He's like, I'm not going to do it again. Boom, hits one out. I mean, I don't I don't know what else to say about Gavin DuGas because he continues to be phenomenal,
0: amazing.
1: Uh, like he's just amazing. consistently really good. Just yeah. cons. I mean, like he veteran he presence. He's veteran not the bad. Yeah, I mean, he is now tied with Dylan Cruz for nine home runs in the season. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a few other guys that have, like, eight. I mean, I know Tommy White has eight. Jared Jones has eight. So, I mean, these the guys, I mean, you're getting production from guys you didn't even really know you if you'd get a whole lot of pro- – I mean, we did, had no clue if we were going to get a production out of Gavin Dugas. We had or to – second base. Yeah, we had to discuss who was going to win second base. You know, is it going to be Jack Merrifield? Is it going to be Ben Uphold? Or does Gavin Dugas make his way in there? And of course, they had the corrective surgery on his eye, on his eyes. And dudes, dudes sliding really well. He's seeing really well. It worked, man. And uh, so you know, they had the two jacks there, and then of course, I think in the, I think it was the six. Yeah, because after the six, there was nothing else. Then in the six, they had, uh, they were able to scratch one, uh, run across uh, on the the sacrifice because I think it was. I want to say it was Joe Bear that got a double.
0: Joe Bear had was two for four, by the way. Joe had Bear a had a night. pretty
1: good day. He had, had a pretty a good, good day, day. Um, which I'm, I'm excited to see because, you know, you got Beloso now. It seems like you got Pearson locked up. So you really need one other guy to really just start being really consistent and take over. Is it going to be Jones? Is it going to be Joe Bear? Is it going to be clean? I don't know. What's, I've seen
0: Pearson has struggled this weekend, so I'm I'm, I'm wondering what the lineup's going to look like today. Uh, honestly not, now that we have the series win yeah. i'm wondering if we're going to see kling over Pearson.
1: i think they will because they're going to they're you know they're going lefty today yeah. um i'm pretty sure they're going lefty today uh with beam isn't beam a lefty
0: maybe i, I really don't know honestly i want to say beam's a lefty
1: so um you may see you may even see beloso out of the lineup like maybe you might see maybe you see jones and and kling maybe yeah. but yeah. we'll see um i don't think they take beloso out but you know, if you want to get a matchup in the matchups, you know, maybe Pearson goes out and Beloso goes out and you see yeah. Jones and Kling in there. We'll see. I don't know.
0: Here's no. here's my highlight of the night, though. Here's my highlight of the night. Nobody in the lineup. Wasn't Ty Floyd. Ty Floyd was solid. Wasn't Ty Floyd. It wasn't anybody in the starting nine. Freaking Griffin Herring.
1: Dude, for real.
0: And Chase Short. Griffin Herring. Uh, Chase Shorts was solid. Two innings, two strikeouts. He did what you needed him to do. He came in. Yeah. And, but Griffin Herring looked impressive. Yeah. Two really, innings, yeah. four strikeouts, no hits, no no walks, like nothing. I mean, he just came in and shoved. I mean, that's what you expected out of, like, Griffin Herring. Yeah. Um, As a true freshman, to see him come in and do that, like uh, I mean, think of that moment for him. I was, I, Braxton he's was over here watching the game with me. He's going for a save. He's a true freshman, and he's in front of one of the biggest crowds in a long time. And he's Texas facing Stadium. one of the best teams in the country. Facing a top-ten team in the country. And, I mean, he just comes in and shoves. And, I mean, that last strikeout was awesome. I mean, he closed out the eighth inning, and it was electric. It was electric in, in, in Alex Box. And, he, you know, he turned around and – I mean, he he got the strikeout, and he spins around to the team. And, I mean, it's just like, let's go. like And, like, it's like slapping his glove. And then, of course, at the end of the game, they went berserk when he got the last strikeout. And I, I love that for him. He looks stupid impressive, like really good. Uh, Griffin Herring is a guy who eventually is going to be pushing for a starting position in the rotation. Um, and, man, he is – Really he's going to get some more innings if he keeps pitching like that because that was awesome hey and and not to take the spotlight off
1: off of griffin heron but to just to just to think about what these freshman pitchers
0: what we have Jaden newt hasn't even touched the field Jaden newt oh my gosh oh my gosh i so like with grant taylor he's taking a red shirt obviously this year but he's also according to jay johnson is brilliant in the classroom and is, like, on pace to graduate a year early. Um, So you may not get to keep him, but what if he just loves it just enough to stick around for another season and you have, like, Grant Taylor and Chase Shores, Griffin Herring, Jaden Newt, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. And Floyd and Heard, I I, I imagine both of them are coming back.
0: Heard will come back for another season. I I, I can't – I'm guessing – I know Floyd's a junior – Floyd's a junior, and he, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think you know he should take another year. So you, you you're picking Grant, great.
1: but you're right. You, you could have Grant Taylor, uh, Thatcher Heard, Ty Floyd, Griffin, Heron, Jade New, Chase Shores. Yeah. And is is a uh, Garrett Edwards? Could he still he, come he, back? He, yeah, yeah he, he's, he's a junior. A junior.
0: He, he could come back if he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. He sure could. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Your pitching is going to be a strength next year. But anyways, let's talk about this year still.
0: So, Zach, I – so here's my thoughts on the final game. You got Thatcher Hurd and you got Bean. Um, uh, Honestly, I think they had the advantage in game two and game three on the mound. Um, I like like Chase Burns' stuff better than Ty Floyd's because I think Chase Burns has more control over his breaking ball. And you saw that a few times uh, uh, last night. Feel he was landing on, yeah, and and he's got velocity too uh, on his fastball, so he can blow it by you too. But our hitters are really stinking good. Hung five runs on him off seven hits. Um, Ty Floyd goes out there. He, I think they had six hits, four runs. They come close the door. Now you got Beam and Heard as the matchup, and I'll lean Beam again. Um, But I think LSU gets to sweep. And, and I think too. we get the sweep because I think Dylan Cruz is going to have a, a
1: day. And Tommy um, White, yeah, I, I agree. I, and, I think I, he's going to have a day. I'm right there with you. I, I think I think they get the sweep because I think the guys who haven't had the best of weekends, Dylan Cruz, Tommy White, I mean the usual suspects that are usually mashing the ball and you know and and, and carrying your team a lot. Yep. I think they break out today.
0: Yeah, I, I do. I think I think Cruz has like a two three hit day, multiple hits. Treat today like you run. treat
1: today like you had lost a series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Treat today like you have to have this win. Yeah. Which and that's what
0: that's what Tony V is going to be doing. For I mean, they have to do that. They they, they need to salvage a win. And you still got uh, a lot
1: of guys in the bullpen yeah. for LSU. I mean, you can right, bring back good. Little. You can bring back Shores. Uh, obviously Dutton can come in. You can
0: bring you Edwards back. He you pitched can bring in you can pitches. Bring on, in Garrett on, on, Edwards. Like Friday.
1: you can bring in a lot of dudes to get the sweep and. <laughs> It's gonna today is gonna be a very interesting game. I think today is gonna be a battle too. Uh, it's been awesome too because like there hasn't really been, you know, n- n- there hasn't been a win yet where teams just run away with it. Like, yeah, it was really tight yesterday, really tight on Thursday. I expect it to be the same today.
0: Yeah, the series has lived up to the hype. It's been great. It's been great. So looking forward to that. I, I guess that's kind of our preview t- for today already. <laughs> we need yeah. to discuss uh, uh, the final four and preview. Uh the natty Zach, you want to get to some comments and then take a break, then we'll come back and do that.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, so Ryan's back in here with us. He said coffee and TA is an interesting combo.
0: I Dang. love coffee and I love TA. I, I so. love
1: I love coffee too. Here's the interesting thing though, Reagan. <laughs> I've been drinking those ghost drinks for my wake-up juice.
0: Ghost drink.
1: The ghost drinks, man, they're good. Never
0: heard of that. Never yeah. even heard of that. I need I guess you're gonna have to tell me what that is or show me it.
1: So they've got like they've got all kinds of different flavors, they got like cream cream dream or cream sickle or something like that it's like uh it's like the oh. sherbet okay. you know like, like the sherbet popsicle
0: sure sure yep yep, <laughs> yep yep yep
1: and then anyways they've got a couple of flavors of like uh the Sour Patch Kids it's called cream sickle bro i'm telling you that's what it's called man
0: i, I know what a cream
1: sickle <laughs> you're the you're the one that laughed started laughing about it what do you oh, said-
0: never mind. Never mind. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you later. Chris. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: So it's like this orange, you know, like popsicle flavor. They got like a watermelon flavor. They got yeah, yeah, yeah. two different Sour Patch Kids flavors. Anyways, I've been drinking those. So at work, I'll, the day before I'll put, I'll, I'll put one in the fridge and then the next morning I'll come and I'll drink it. And that's because and it, it smacks me. And I, I drink the blue raspberry Sour Patch Kid. Oh, of course, of
0: course, of course.
1: It's so go. good, man. It's so good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, uh, Ryan said, if Ty can ever be consistent, yeah, that'd dude, be when Ty is landing man.
0: his breaking ball, he's they, they can't he's touch it. He, he's unhittable. Hitting.
1: Carl Dunn said, uh, Skeen's on pace to sh- shatter Ben's strikeout for a season record, yeah, yeah that'd for be sure. Cool. We're breaking records here at LSU. Uh, we're breaking records. Angel Reese is probably about to do it too in the national championship. I hope we'll see. Um, let's see. Ryan also said, uh, Doogie is clutch like a purse. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. All right, I think that's all we got for today or for right now. So let's take a quick break, Reagan, and then we will come back and recap what an amazing, amazing
0: other half of the night last night was for
1: LSU sports.
0: Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all of his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you. Here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Right back at it to discuss the final four for the LSU women's basketball team. Zach, I think they deserve an applaud. They deserve an applaud.
1: Oh, for sure. I agree with you. I'll give it to them. (laughs) Whatever.
0: Wow, what a night. I I mean – what you saw last night is what Kim Mulkey has made this program to be. Um, never out of it. Continually fighting. Continually pushing. Um, I mean, just an, an incredible comeback. Uh, I mean, you were down 12 points. 12 points in the third quarter. Going into the fourth quarter, you were down 9. And... Geez, Luis, you had a twenty-nine point fourth quarter and held them to thirteen Insane. for the comeback victory against Virginia Tech to take it to the chip. I, I mean, Zach, I know y'all were in a storm shelter uh, yeah. f- for a good bit of the night. Uh, um, by the way, you know we got a Zach. A Little Rock here is, is in Arkansas is bad, is really bad, bad yeah. destroyed. So, and I have a lot um,
1: of, a lot of f- close friends and. And yeah. uh, uh of course I, I worked I was a student pastor over there in Little Rock for a, a short time. And so, you know, definitely prayers for, for Absolutely. Little Rock.
0: Our heart is out there with with Little Rock. And, and I know there's been some other places like Wynn, Arkansas and Cabot that so um our thoughts and prayers are with you and and uh man, it's been a it's been a tough time for weather here recently. Uh, I know East Mississippi, a few I think it was last week, uh got hit as well. Um, so y'all be praying for uh, all the re- the recovery and uh, rescue uh, teams that will go out and help and just those cities. Um, but you spent most of the night in a storm shelter due to all those storms, or not no, most of the night, but a good Not happy it. about it. Not
1: happy. You know, in, the, it.
0: in the middle of LSU, uh, Tennessee, and uh, the Final Four women's basketball game against Virginia Tech. But so. You missed the comeback. Uh, I mean, you missed the best part, Zach. I mean, for a stretch there, man, it really looked like, which you probably saw this part, it looked like Virginia Tech was about to take it and run run away with it. it. Um, You know, I had Braxton here with me, and, of course, Braxton's, you know, he's been playing basketball his whole life. He played it at at the collegiate level, uh, knows basketball, is coaching basketball right now. Um, And he said that the 3-2 zone that that Virginia Tech was running was – eating us alive um honestly I don't really remember how they made the adjustment but they did something (laughs) I mean LSU did something to finally turn it around but I mean we were sitting there watching it and and for the longest time that 3-2 zone we could not get through it Uh, uh they were keeping us out of the paint with it and when we got into the paint we had a short shot clock and we were having to get shots up that really weren't or Weren't the best shot selection, uh, yeah. forcing things. Um, and Zach, you really continue to be really bad behind the arch. Um, you were three for thirteen again. I mean, it's just brutal. It is what it Shooting is. from behind there. I mean, we've got. I mean, if you win, if you want to win this chip, you, you got to, you got to hit some threes. Yeah. Because um, boy oh boy, you're going to keep up. But thankfully, they found a way to to, to figure out this defense. You know, tip of the cap to Kim Mulkey. Um, I'm sure she it was it was her doing. Maybe a little bit of Bob Starkey sitting on the sideline next to her, um, figuring out how they can penetrate that defense um, and, and and start putting some points up. Nine, you know, fourth quarter, you're down nine. They go twenty nine thirteen for the comeback win. Angel Reese and Alexis Morse, of course, are at the heart of the comeback. Uh, what an epic moment when when uh, I think they went up. I think it was they went up like eight points, and there was about 30 seconds left on the clock. And the camera pans to Angel Reese, and she goes, game. Like, on the court, she says, game. And they they took a commercial break, and they ran that in slow-mo, and it was like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, just a phenomenal uh, performance by her. Again, Alexis Morris, uh, I have the stats pulled up here.
1: Yeah, I can pull him up here if we want to.
0: 24 Uh, points for Angel Reese, 12 rebounds. Another, uh, another double-double on the season. Uh, Ladesia, Zach. Ledesia is so important. 16 points, 7 rebounds, and of course Alexis Morris leading the team. Man, 27 points, And, and... She has really turned it on the last few games, and we needed her too because we needed our guard play to be really good, Um, and and she's she's done phenomenal. The one thing that I don't like is I really wish that we could have gotten Samaya Smith some more minutes. Um, I I just don't think six minutes is enough because I think you're going to need her in this national championship game. I I really do. I think Samaya Smith, I think Jasmine Carson coming off the bench, is going to be so absolutely crucial in this national championship game. If you, like, just by looking off that box score there, Zach, you see, like, you know, other than Flaw J. Johnson, the rest of your your starting uh, uh, five were practically in the entire game. Yeah. Um, the same is true for Iowa. Iowa leans very heavy on their starting five, extremely yep. heavy on their starting five. Um so, if you can get some bench play, which we have at times had some really great players come off the bench, like Jasmine Carson has come up off the bench and put up 20 points uh, in, in – and I think she put up 25 that one time against Florida and went 20-plus in, in, in a few other games off the bench. Samiah Smith, you know, the other day came off the bench and was having an absolute night, you know, defensively and on the boards and, and putting up shots. So we need them to come off the bench and and have, I mean, we need them to be at their absolute best. And we have got to see some shots fall from beyond the arch. That's why we brought Jasmine Carson in. We need it to fall like bad because look, the reality is Kaylin Clark's going to hit shots. Yeah. She is going to hit shots. Um, I've been talking with Braxton about her, uh, uh, she's offensively, I, I mean, one of the greatest women's basketball players to ever play in college basketball. Uh, I mean, she she is just phenomenal. Um, forty points in back to back games. I mean, when you need her most, when you need her most in the Elite Eight in the Final Four, she drops forty. She drops forty, and you know, Zach, you know that both of those teams were focusing on Caitlin Clark
1: and oh, trying
0: sure. to hold her down. For and sure. she drops 40. Gosh. Like it's gonna be tough. She is a nightmare. She is a nightmare. She is
1: that she is them. She is them. That yeah. team goes as Caitlin
0: Clark goes. If you can, I mean, if you can in the slightest way, if you she can hold, her, hold her to 20, yes, if you can hold her to 20, you have a great chance of winning this game. I mean, they have six losses on the season, so they're beatable. Hopefully. And I guarantee you, you go look at those games, Caitlin Clark probably didn't have her best game. They lean heavy on Caitlin Clark. Um, but Zach, how huge is it that South Carolina goes down though?
1: It was massive. Um, you know, we just got done talking about the Tennessee loss. I tweeted last night. I said some teams learned about I said, you know, some teams learned about humility tonight. Um because <laughs> I think, you know, obviously we already know about Tennessee, but also South Carolina, you know, both those teams that kind of had their chest puffed a little bit, you know, doing what they were doing and, and kind of arguably so. I mean, I mean, rightfully Maybe so. Del- yeah, say.
0: deservingly so.
1: Deservingly so. I mean, you know, when you win 40 something games straight and you're the best team in college basketball, you know, you kind of have, you know, uh, a right to be a little cocky, be a little arrogant. Um, everybody had South Carolina winning this thing. Everybody. I mean, yep. Except me, I had LSU. I don't know about you, but in my women's bracket, I had LSU, Iowa. So I am dead on.
0: Wow, right
1: wow. Yes, I, I am go. spot on with uh, my women's. My women's bracket has did has done really, really good. Now we won't talk about my men's bracket. We won't
0: mention. <laughs> that. We won't that I don't think anybody wants to talk about the men's bracket.
1: <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't bring that up. It's okay. It's fine. But I've got my, I've got it correct. Uh, and actually, I'm in the top eleven thousand. Wow. Yeah. Probably still pretty good. That's probably still pretty that good. That
0: is statistically probably very good.
1: <laughs> I'm at a 99%. I don't know what the percentage is, but 99% is pretty, pretty freaking good. I, I picked I picked the um, Final Four correctly. I mean, I had a really good pick. But either way, everybody was picking South Carolina to win this thing, and they get beat in the Final Four. <laughs> and so, yeah, some teams learned humility uh, yeah. last night. Tennessee, the Tennessee Volunteers, they learned some humility Uh, And I honestly think, you know, even though we were number one in the country, I think a lot of college baseball fans were rooting for us over Tennessee, except for Tennessee fans. Um, And a lot of people were rooting for Iowa over over South Carolina. Um, Now, what does this mean for LSU going into the national championship tomorrow? Whew, man. uh, You know, it's tough to think, you know, because South Carolina, man, they routed us. Uh, and, And I understand it was at South Carolina. It was earlier in the season. LSU's playing better now. But, man, they routed us. And they just got beat by the team that we're going to play. So uh, that team just played better. Um, but I like I, – I do like our chances. I think the offense last night was massive, massive because you had two games where the offense just was not there. It was yeah. just bad. Yeah. Um, And you go out and you put up almost 80 points. You put up 29 – 29 points in the fourth quarter. Holy cow. So like just a massive, massive game for LSU girls, and look, Flajen Johnson had had a rough final, or she, she had a rough Elite Eight in Sweet yeah. Sixteen. Like she did yeah. not have good games, and I understand she only had seven points, but she had two massive plays late in those games, late in the game last night. That that one you 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 took the lead on. She 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 steals it on the side uh, on the near the side of the uh, court and she takes it, gets a layup. You take a lead. The other is, I can't remember exactly what, which basket this was, but it was after that. It was late in the, late in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> I think it was the under three mark or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angel Reece, or Ladesia Williams, they missed a the layup and she comes flying in, gets the rebound, goes right back up, gets, gets the putback. Like, Obviously Alexis Morris phenomenal Angel Reese phenomenal. Ladesia Williams phenomenal but but listen, Flage Poole, I'm sorry, Flage Johnson and Kateri Poole, both of those girls, even though they're not put up the numbers, they are making plays that are yeah. necessary for in order for LSU to win. I mean, it, yeah. it is a complete you know team effort at this point right now. like it's not just you just heavily leaning on one person right you no know, it's not you're not just heavily leaning on Angel Reese or heavily leaning on Alexis Morris. I mean, you're counting on Flage and, and Ledesia and Katiri to to make plays. Not not go out there and ball out and put up 20, but you're right. counting them to make plays that are necessary in order for them to stay close and, and 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 win these games. So it's just it's massively impressive what this team is doing now. I'm so excited for tomorrow at two thirty, which I, I kind of hate that's at two thirty. Like, why is it not a night game? You know, like, <laughs> right. You're gonna you're gonna make us like,
0: you're
1: gonna make us come back right right after dinner right after lunch like we're gonna go to church then go to lunch then right <laughs> after that we gotta watch the game like I don't and hey look there's some churches out here they they go from like ten in the morning to like three o'clock in the afternoon like what, <laughs> what about what about those churches you know
0: <laughs> so I have to scoot out the back a little early yeah you have to
1: scoot out the back I don't, I don't know pastor
0: didn't say that pastor didn't say that
1: yeah yeah but anyways. Anyways, Zach, uh, I, I'm pumped for
0: it, bro. Here's a number for you. Here's a number for you. 18. 18. Iowa had 18 points outside of Caitlin Clark and Monica. Wow. They're two best players. They only had 18 points outside of that. Wow. 18 points combined, and both of them scored 18 points or more. Obviously, Caitlin Clark had 41 points, and Monique had 18. Monika, excuse me, not Monique. So,
1: <laughs> on the flip side I, of that, LSU had 28.
0: Exactly That's
1: outside of their two best.
0: Exactly, they scored. I mean, nobody else scored 20 20 points, like. Caitlin Clark scored 41. They are here solely because of Caitlin Clark, Zach. For sure. At the end of the game, like in the fourth quarter, when they had kind of taken the lead and were trying to establish the lead, Caitlin Clark had scored their last 11 points. She does. You stop Caitlin Clark. You're not going to stop her. If you hold her down, you win the game. Yeah. You win the game. Zach, I don't know if you watched the game or not, but. Iowa lacks in size like big time. Like, like their starting five is six, three. Angel Reese is six, three. LaDaisy is six, four. Samaya Smith, I believe is six, three. Like she's their tallest player at six, three. Yeah. And they lean heavily on her as like their paint presence. Like, Angel Reese is going to be matched up with with McKenna Warnock, who's six one, most likely, and then LaDaisy is going to be on twenty five Monika. You know, their are their second best player to Caitlin Clark. Yeah, I really like, like the matchup. The matchup play. favors LSU, but you have got to do something about Caitlin Clark. You've got to hope that Alexis Alexis. Plays outstanding defense to life. hold her down. The and I think she can do her it. Life. Like, I don't think you're going to stop Caitlin Clark. Like I, I just don't think that's going to happen. She has, Zach, I don't know if you've watched the last two games with her. Have you watched wow. her last two games? Yes. The will to win. The drive to do everything she possibly can to get the W. Like, I don't know if there's anyone I've ever seen that has the desire to win more. Like I thought Joe Burrow was like his drive to win, his push to win was the greatest I've ever seen. I think it's Caitlin Clark. Oh wow. Like her wow. desire to win is absolutely relentless. And it's been on full display in the Elite 8 and the Final 4. She is right? everywhere. She's everywhere, and she does not stop. Yeah, and they don't take her off the court, but for like a, a second breather. Like she played thirty nine minutes, so you're gonna be you gotta be locked in on her the whole time. And Zach, she could play on a men's team, like she's shooting from like NBA, like she's literally shooting threes from NBA length. Yeah, like she's pulling up five. Five six feet off the line sometimes and hitting it. She is uh, absolutely elite. I mean, she was fifteen for thirty one last night. Almost, you know, she took thirty one shots, thirty one shots, and she hit fifteen. She was almost shooting fifty percent last night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. So, and 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 she's her assists are amazing. Her court yeah. vision is phenomenal. Yeah. So it's not just her shooting. If you limit Caitlin Clark, you can win this game pretty easily because your size – obviously, our best player is Angel Reese. And your size is a true advantage in this game. But you also have great guard play in Alexis Morris when she's down. So, like, when she's on, Alexis Morris is that one. I mean, she's put up 20 points in the last two games. Yep. If you get that game play – from Ladasia, from Alexis, and you get the same thing you normally do from Angel, and let's say you get Katiri Pool or Jasmine Carson to get a few <clears throat> threes fall, Samiah Smith come in and put up eight points, your chances are, are going to be looking really good. Oh, yeah, I, I fully believe if if LSU
1: puts up high seventies to low eighties, they win the game. Period. Because their defense is too elite. And I, I mean I fully expect Iowa to score. I was gonna score. They put up 77. Um, they put up 77 the last game. Let's see what uh let's see if we can find out what else they've put up. 77, 97, holy cow. 87. What else? 74 and 95. Yeah, so they put up points. But with LSU's defense, I fully believe that if they if they can put up high seventies, low eighties, they're going to win the game.
0: Yeah, I I'm really looking forward to it because Zach, I like the matchup a lot better uh, than South Carolina. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just think you're outmatched with South Carolina. Yeah, I agree. But obviously, well, I, I'm not going to say Iowa. Caitlin Clark beat South Carolina. So she can beat LSU mm-hmm. and like, like we just have to face that reality. Like Caitlin Clark can come out there. You're going to be the I, really beat
1: I mean, you're, you're going to be the underdog in this game.
0: So man, I'm excited about this. I really, I am so pumped to see how Kim Mulkey decides to try and handle her and, and Bob Starkey. Um, because Bob Starkey's going to be on that. Well, look at here, Carl Dunn. Bob Starkey's burning the Midnight Oil, coming up with a plan. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Watching film. Like, Bob Starkey's going to be on that. Um, Yeah. So, really excited for for this game. And, man, Zach, as you know, I've been saying it. My hot take was that Kim Mulkey would win the next Natty. Yeah. Here we are. We're, we're one game away. We are one game Steel away. Seal the deal for me, Kim. Seal the deal, Reagan. You're man. gonna
1: have to find that for us. Find where oh, you said you stated that, and we're gonna we'll have to clip it. I think Do it was before.
0: Remember? I think it was before the the women's basketball season started this year. So I'm going to go back a ways. You
1: got to go back and find it. And If you can find it for me, we will clip it, and we will
0: we, we will win put win it tomorrow. out there if, win if they win. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, man, Zach, 41 points for Caitlin Clark, 40 points. Uh, she may have had 41 in the last game, but you limit Caitlin Clark, you win the game. I agree. So, that's got to be your plan. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. got to figure that out somehow. Obviously, you can't just forget about everybody yeah. else because some of their other guards can shoot it too. Uh, like Gabby Marshall can shoot it pretty well, but not near as what. Uh, um, not near as as much as what Caitlin Clark obviously can do. Um, so it's going to be exciting. You're in the national championship, second year, Kim Mulkey. This is what you expected from Kim Mulkey. And here you are, second year, going to the national championship. It's so exciting, Zach, so exciting. It is
1: really exciting, man. I'm pumped. I'm ready for tomorrow.
0: All right, Zach, let's get to a few more comments. We're already seven minutes over. Let's get you a few more comments, uh, and then and then uh, we'll come back. We'll hit a commercial break, come back, and wrap it up after that. Carl
1: Dunn did say, it's time for her to have a bad game.
0: Yeah, we need it's it. Hurt. We need it.
1: Uh, he said, let's get the sweep at the box, and let's win in, in the big D, Dallas. Yes. Uh, Got to love it. Uh, as you already mentioned, he mentioned uh, Bob is burning the midnight oil, coming gotta up be. with a plan to stop her.
0: <laughs> Got to be.
1: So uh, we appreciate all y'all joining in. I think that's just about it. Uh, let's see. I think the rest is about baseball, which we, we've passed up. But yeah, it's been it's been a blast, man. You want to take a break, and then we'll wrap up the show, bro. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Let's hit a quick break. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue, for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys. Appreciate you hopping in here this early Saturday morning, grabbing a cup of coffee, joining the show. Um, It's been a great show because we've recapped one of the, the best nights in Uh, uh, in recent history for LSU, uh, a night we will not soon forget. Um, So today, 1 o'clock, LSU goes for the sweep. Tomorrow, 2.30, women's basketball is looking to win their first national championship. By the way, um, it's the first appearance in the national championship game for LSU. So to be honest with y'all, win or lose, like, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> like I couldn't you can't ask for any more like you've already done more this season than any other lSU women's basketball team has in the history of lSU women's basketball so you're breaking through tomorrow I I win or lose I'm happy for them um uh Zach I think your mic is still on I'm kind of hearing you in the background there so um maybe close the sweep out today. Uh, that would be awesome to sweep Tennessee top-ten team and then maybe uh, uh, go and and win a little national championship on Sunday. And, look, we'll be all here in the Tigers Avenue to cover it all. appreciate all you uh, commenting, interacting. I know it was a little bit earlier than normal, uh, but with the baby and everything, uh, we kind of had to make some changes and, and whatnot. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get back on schedule here soon, uh, but we appreciate you all uh, uh, bearing with us and, and – and uh, allowing us to, to do a show like this. Watch party at PMAC tomorrow. Doors open at 30. Give Mulkey Coach of the Year. Hey, if she wins it, if she wins it, she should be Coach of the Year. She should be. She should be. Um, I don't know. I, I, Iowa coach may win Coach of the Year, but if you're going to give her the Coach of the Year, you might as well give it to Clay, Caitlin Clark. <laughs> but, hey, if you're in Baton Rouge and you got the time, go to the PMAC. And, have the watch party at the PMAC. I mean, why not have the death dome rocking while they're down in Dallas trying to win the natty. All right, guys, it's been a great show. Got a, a, a great weekend ahead of us with uh, the final game uh, in the series. And of course the national championship. And we'll be back here to recap it in the Tigers Avenue. And we'll see you then next time. i Star here. Take us out. Peace. <laughs>
1: Tiger.